I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. And now, giving you access to the locker rooms and the minds of the independent scene, here are the curtain jerkers of pro wrestling podcasting, Mike Crockett. Actually, I prefer to be called Maestro. And the kingpin, Brian Malonis. He's the win, and nobody beats him. This is the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, episode 85, presented by BDARadio.com. There are so many wrestling podcasts out there covering every facet of the business. So we went to BDA Radio and said we had a different idea for a podcast. Everybody's doing something. We'll do nothing. They said, what's wrestling podcast about? We said nothing. And thankfully they said, we think we have something here. So here we are. My name is Mike Crockett. I'm a longtime independent wrestling referee in the Northeast, currently on an extended hiatus from the ring, and joining me as always is a veteran of the New England Independent Mat Wars, the irresistible force, the immovable object, the battered, the bruised, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Can I move the microphone up to talk to Mike? Yes, the microphone goes to your mouth. Oh, wait, you were just yelling at me for... Moving my microphone too much, so... Okay, yes, thank you very much for... So do I, to, do I have to keep it here now? Yes. The entire show? And don't move your hands at all. I Wow. Or it makes noise. It's very restrictive. Yes, well, we should have some sort of arm or stand or something or other, but, you know, we've only been doing this for a year and a half, Why don't so... Why you bust out, uh, bust out the old credit card, Mike, huh? Oof, the... <laughs> Kingpin's been shelling out the ducats... <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to show for it, though. Where is where is that stuff? Well, let's ask Brian Fury. Uh, UPS has failed us. They sure did. They sure did. They suck. F UPS. Uh, <laughs> so I mentioned you're a battered and bruised kingpin. Yeah. Uh, you get a bum arm at the moment. Yeah, like bicep, shoulder kind of thing. Uh, we talked about it on Facebook Live. Yes, a we just earlier. went on Facebook Live for the first time in quite a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I came off the. You laughed uproariously <laughs> yes when i said i got hurt doing a dive but <laughs> <laughs> again i did do a dive at beyond wrestling uh last well i guess two weekends ago now a dive or a fall no it, it was a dive. i jumped there was jumping involved okay i didn't just all right. fall excuse me yes i am an athlete mike i'm a large athlete but i am an athlete all right okay Thank you. I, I there's no disputing <laughs> and uh yeah i just got caught kind of under the arm and bicep weird and i was very concerned initially uh but uh yeah I sh- i'll be back next weekend and we'll be good to go and uh, hey big things coming as we teased on the uh facebook live that we did so maybe have some announcements coming up in the coming weeks so. and you said this is even happening before the year is out yeah yeah the uh yeah, there's good stuff happening before the end of the year. And we only got a few weeks left in this year. Exactly. So what the hell's going on? I guess we'll have to stay tuned. Yes. To your social media. Yes. At Brian Malonis. Well, yeah, maybe I'll, we'll break it. When, when I'm ready to talk, we'll break it on this podcast, Mike. Fantastic. That's always good to hear. <laughs> always good to hear. So this past weekend, you took the weekend off. You're going to see a doctor and you know, just make sure everything's okay. Yeah, just, uh, I mean, at, at, at this point, in all, in all honesty, when I made the appointment, uh, I was feeling a lot worse about it, but it it's made you know a lot of improvement over the last few days to the point I have full range of motion back. A little painful at certain you know trying to lift things or things like that, but uh, yeah, I think I'm good to go. Uh, I I, went, I did go to urgent care initially just to kind of see, and they X-rayed and all that good stuff, and everything's intact and in place and and good at least structurally. So you know they said just do a follow up appointment, but 
So I was actually listen. I actually listened to the doctor in this instance and made a follow up appointment. And that's know. not the indie wrestling way. <laughs> well, uh, I have medical insurance that I pay for. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll try to handle the heavy lifting for you on this podcast, Brian. For the first time ever, huh? Oh, come on now. Uh, and we do a different podcast on Thursdays. I want to make sure you mention the wrestling podcast about nothing feed. We do a podcast every Thursday. Last week, we talked about unpopular WWE opinions. We had a special guest with us, Jason Tiller of the 10 Count Blog and the 10 Count Podcast. Thanks again to Jason. And what was one of your unpopular WWE opinions? That Roman Reigns is going to be one of the greats of all time. I got you doubled a, up. Yeah, I got taken a task a little bit, too, by some jabroni on... Uh, on Twitter too, <laughs> one of our one of our listeners, the wrestling podcast about nothing, yes, gave you a little bit of the hard time because you didn't. But, only- he, but he wasn't even giving me a hard time about the fact that I said Roman Reigns would be one of the greatest of all times. He was like getting upset about like me saying he would like the way I phrased it and how well everybody could be everybody one of the greatest every- of all. Yeah, times. it's like well, shut up, moron. You know what I meant. That's not <laughs> what I said. So suck it. Well, uh, there's one listener down, Kingpin. <laughs> we're gonna get to all of you eventually put you all in your place and you'll all stop listening i just i mean I, if you want to take me to task for saying that about roman but taking me to task you, you like you knew what i meant i was be i was very clear with what i meant about about one of the greatest of all time I wasn't talking about the fact that yes by your definition saba simba is one of the greatest of all time <laughs> he said everyone is on the list and it's just where you rank on that list or something yeah like. exactly like i mean you wanted me to like attribute a number like he's going to be the ninth greatest professional wrestler of all time like no he's going to be one of the top guys ever in the history of the business well we're going to talk a little more about roman reigns and everything going on in wwe today in the wrestling podcast about nothing in addition though we're going to have your promo about nothing and a whole lot more but yes kingpin we're going to do something that we've railed against in the past. You particularly have <laughs> mocked people and podcasters for doing this in the past. How did this come to be? How are we going to be doing fantasy booking today on the wrestling podcast about nothing on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network? Everybody else is doing it. <laughs> oh, are you going to jump off a bridge? Yeah. Someone else's. How, yeah. What does that phrase go? Yeah, Who knows? I know what you mean. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, absolutely. We're gonna we're gonna jump in, Mike. Well, well, really, how it's done, Mike is. Uh, I received a call, Mike, and and we received a very lucrative offer from from WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Your your good pal, you saw his debut, Paul. Paul, yes. He reached out. He he remembered you guys' uh, very close and personal relationship from the past. Thank you. They're a little worried about going into WrestleMania season here with the ratings and whatnot, so they're bringing us in. They're hiring us. We're gonna we're gonna head up the writing team and save WrestleMania. What do you think? I didn't know we were gonna talk about this. <laughs> the special phone call. <laughs> Was it that Kingpin, or was it that you heard Jimmy Jacobs on Talk Is Jericho from Friday? Come on, I'm not that caught up on podcasts. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's funny. He did say when he auditioned to be a writer for WWE, he was uh, proposed to do something very similar to what we're going to do here today on the WPAN, and that is book out WrestleMania. Oh. WrestleMania 34. Emanating from New Orleans, Louisiana, right? Is it New Orleans? Yes. The Big Easy. The Big Easy. So when it comes to fantasy booking, I would say we're slightly more qualified than some people out there, Brian. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if we want to get into our long and storied history in the wrestling business, but we're not just performers. 
I'm not just a referee. You're not just a wrestler. We worked in many capacities. wore many different hats. Not only am I the greatest chaotic wrestling champion of all time, I'm the greatest booker of all time in chaotic wrestling. Really? Yes. That's what you're going to say, huh? Self-proclaimed. Yeah, you did mention... We did mention it last week. You talked to... Self-proclaimed. We did talk about uh, you know, some of your dealings with wrestlers in the past. And I know the big thing these days, I know they did put out a call for writers. I don't know if it's because, in part... Jimmy did Jacobs you apply? Gone? No, I, I did not. I did not Why? apply. They called us directly. That's I don't right. have to apply, <laughs> right? So and we're, we're going right into the top spots, too. That's it. We're booking the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> but the fact that people on the internet say, oh, I can go and book better than what's going on today, a lot goes into booking a professional wrestling event. It is more than just writing out storylines. It is dealing with personalities. And you highlighted that last week when we were talking about things we love and hate about professional wrestling you talked about talking to a guy about not kicking out of someone's finish you talked about that and how the dealings with the professional wrestler on a day-to-day basis you have to be able to deal with personalities you have to be a talent manager as much as you are a booker and probably more so on on the wwe level too i mean on this level it gets a little silly because you get the same payday no matter where you are on the card (laughs) and like yeah I, i don't know in WWE, there's a couple zeros from that main event spot at WrestleMania to being left off the card. You know, there's a couple zeros in your paycheck, and when that's your paycheck, and that's how you make your living, and it's as lucrative as it is in WWE, especially on a WrestleMania card, it can be, you know, it can be torturous, I'm sure. We're going to try to, I mean, obviously we can't recreate the turmoil that probably goes on putting together these angles. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it is the two of us. <laughs> Between the two of us, yeah. The the new school. This is probably going to be the last episode of the WPAN. This is going to get heated. <laughs> the, we are the new school Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara. That's how you dubbed us on Facebook Live. Yes, that is correct. And you took the role of Vince Russo. You're going to... Yeah, I'll be I'll be I'll be the Vince Russo. So David Arquette's getting the getting the title, and and Jeff Jarrett. We're bringing Jeff Jarrett back too to main event. All right, Arquette Lesnar coming up at WrestleMania 34. Amazing. No, it's gonna be Jeff Jarrett Lesnar. Come on. Oh, okay, let's let's go with that then. So we are basically when it all comes down to it, booking geniuses. And Mike, uh, when you start to book, I think at least. You got to know where you're going. You got to right. know where you want to end up. So you got to book backwards. So I think a lot of you think, "Oh my God, we're gonna have to wait till the end of this to see where they want what they want to book for matches." And kinda with the final product, but now you're gonna get a glimpse of what we're thinking right from the beginning because you got to know where you want to go, Mike. You got to know where where you want to end up. So are we ready to do this, Mike? Yeah, but let me lay down some ground rules. Okay. I haven't really gone over these with you, and hopefully uh, they line up with you, what you're thinking. Uh, you, you're probably going to screw me. You're <laughs> probably going to screw me, and I'm probably going to ignore whatever you're saying. You screw me, Costanza. <laughs> so we're booking to WrestleMania 34. Yes. So let's just say for simplicity's sake, all the champions remain the same unless like the title changes are in your plans leading up to WrestleMania. Okay. Well, yeah, that's I, I, I do have... Uh, okay. My thoughts on that. So, yeah, okay. Okay. That's fair, though. The people involved have to be realistically available to WWE. Okay. You can't book Kenny Omega versus somebody. I got you. Okay, let's let's say that. We'll try. Uh, We probably won't hold to the Survivor Series rule, which is that... Survivor Series is the only time all year that Raw and SmackDown collide. WWE is going to ignore that, too. Yeah, so so we'll probably ignore that as well. We're going to try to book 
five matches? The five? Yeah, we're something the main events of WrestleMania. Okay. Basically. Yeah. They have five, six, somewhere in there, three, four, five, six main event matches. But if we come out of here with the top five matches of WrestleMania, I'm going to be happy, Mike. So I'd say what? The Universal title match? The WWE title match? I think that those are indeed, you know, one of the top five matches. Like maybe a woman's match in there. I guess we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. I gotta I gotta tell you, Mike. I gotta tell you. Are we ready to do this? Because I got something. Go. I'm dying here to get stuff my chest. Uh, Apparently, I'm a little worried about the star power that that we have to deal with here. So here we go. Yeah, I've been making some calls, man. <coughs> uh, two in particular, I've been making calls. The the first one, uh, right? You know, is a guy who I call him the the alpha male of the of the human race, Mike. He's a multi-time champion. He's the biggest movie star in the world. And I've put a call in to his agents on his availability for WrestleMania because I think I think we need that. I think we need we got to sell out the Superdome. We need top names. We need somebody who has worldwide appeal. So I've put a call in to the representatives of of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And sadly he's not available. No, no. Oh. You know the good news is here Mike, uh he is available. Oh, good. Good. He's good. available to us if we want to if we want to use him. I mean it's going to be a substantial payday, of course. It's going to be a substantial payday. He's, he's, I'll take a cut. He's he's the Rock. I'll take a pay cut. But I, I went to Vince, we got the financial clearance. Oh, good, good. Yeah. But he could only do a tag team matchup. Really? Yeah. So he's available to wrestle, but in a limited capacity. It has to be a tag team matchup. So I did get a, another brilliant idea off of this, Mike. I there did, you go. And I'm gonna this is gonna come out. I'm gonna come out of this with my first match pitch to you because I think it's a really good one. And I think it's one that will draw a lot of attention to mm. uh I, the, the, we'll get the eyeballs outside of the wrestling world on WrestleMania this year. Pitch me. There's been somebody who's kind of been blackballed from the company a little bit, but I think enough time has passed uh, and, and the heat has cooled a little bit that we can start thinking about bringing this individual back into the fold and giving them the proper send-off that, that they so richly deserve. I'm very uh, intrigued. So I've put a call in, Mike, to the representatives for Hulk Hogan. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so the Hulkster should have known. So yeah, so so he had a couple demands. Obvi- obviously, he had, he had a, he, three demands. He had a couple demands. It really, it's one. He, he wants to come back under one condition. He wants to have a final match. So I'm thinking here, and, and we know. I mean, he's he's older. He's not in great physical condition, but he could handle a tag team matchup. So uh, I'm thinking, Mike here. These two guys met in one of the greatest matches of all time. We got The Rock. We got Hulk Hogan. I think both of them are available to us. I haven't signed any paperwork yet, but both are available to us, so we choose. And I and I think it would be a hell of an idea to team the, the Rock and Hogan up here. You can protect both guys in the tag match. We can get that one more uh, Hulk Hogan match, the last match of his career. What a better selling point of WrestleMania 34 than to have Hulk Hogan have his final professional wrestling match ever in a tag team match with one of his greatest rivals in the later years of his career, The Rock. Uh, we get that one special moment and there's a couple guys on the roster who i think would be perfect for this spot to wrestle these guys uh, the miz and our truth <laughs> no 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 okay no <laughs> um they've been doing wonderful work on on smackdown live they're two of the best performers on the roster obviously it would suck because for them a little bit because they're i mean clearly they're losing this matchup they're not winning this matchup but to be in in this match with these two guys of this magnitude could do nothing but elevate them and of course i'm talking about kevin owens and Sami Zayn. what do you think of this match concept mike all right 
uh, that the one problem is, like you said, that there is no shot for them to win. How do you sell the people on the fact that possibly Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn could pull the upset? Well, I mean, you can sell them on the fact that The Rock hasn't hasn't wrestled in how many years, and Hulk Hogan is sixty something years old. I mean, just right there. I think that that's enough. That's enough doubt right there. Kevin Owens was the was the universal champion. Sami Zayn, one of the best performers in WWE. These are two young guys in the prime of their career. How's a forty-something-year-old Rock who hasn't now wrestled in three or four years, and a sixty-something-year-old Hogan who hasn't wrestled in a decade, going to fight these two guys and, and survive with two guys that are in the prime of their career? Now, do you think going to Vince with this? Do you think he'll be sold on Owens and Zayn as the opponents? I don't know. Well, you know, and, and, I, and I thought about that, but to me, I think there's no better guys to do it right now. I think with the way they are on the mic, the dynamic together, plus the fact they are two of the best workers on the entire roster, they, they could actually pull this off with The Rock and Hogan and make it look believable and make it actually be not just an attraction, but a good match. So how would you set this up? How would you set this up leading up to WrestleMania? We're gonna go. We're gonna go back a little bit, a little bit to like the Bret Hart kind of thing. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are both from Canada, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also been running down Shane McMahon and running down SmackDown Live. Of course, we know the Rock show is is SmackDown. Damn so right. I, I think you got these guys. They're running roughshod. Uh, they seemingly are unstoppable. Even the owner of the company or the, or the excuse me, the commissioner of SmackDown can't stop them. And here they are in the ring. They they think they think they've got the world by the balls and out. Here comes the Rock. Here comes the Rock to put them in their place verbally at first, and then later on in the night we do a backstage segment as well where they actually get physical with the Rock and take them out and take them out. Put wow. a, put a hurting on the Rock. How powerful is that, Mike? How powerful is that? When was the last time you've kind of seen the Rock show ass a little bit on WWE TV? It's been a long time. Right. So how does the Hulkster get involved? Well, I, 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 I think that we have the Rock come back now, and there's some, you know, some, obviously some, some more mic work going on, and the Rock is the one who brings the Hulkster back because he, they lay out the challenge for WrestleMania, Owens and Zayn. They want to they embarrass the Rock on the largest stage of them all, WrestleMania. These guys want to be in the feature match of WrestleMania, which, let's face it, if the Rock's involved, it's... It, it's going to be the most talked about match on the entire card. And the, the Rock is the one who brings the Hulkster back from exile and brings them back into the fold. I would probably do this about a month out from WrestleMania. So like have the Hulkster actually come back about a month out from WrestleMania. The Rock's availability leading up to WrestleMania is going to be a little spotty. He's, going to, he's not going to be able to be on every week of TV. That's true because he's always doing something. But I'm still... Not sold. What if you put Rock and Hogan on opposite sides? Oh, I, I don't think I want to do that, though. Why? I mean, who's the baby face in that point? I mean, both guys want to be the star and the baby face. You know, they, they want the crowd cheering for them. Neither guy is going to go for being on, being on the losing side either. Both of these guys are going to need this win. How is Triple H not going to be involved in this match? How is it not going to be <laughs> Triple H and somebody well, versus I, I Rock got, and Hogan? Because I got other plans for Triple H. Oh, you do? I do. And the foundation's already been laid for it. Okay. All right. Well, All what right. do you got, Mike? What do you got? Okay. Let's so, yeah. Well, okay. We'll, we we'll, we'll put this on ice for now. We'll come back to it. But, but what do you got? Universal Championship. Okay. Brock Lesnar. As I said from the top, let's just assume he's going to be the champion unless I book something up to WrestleMania where he loses the title. But I'm going to say... There have been rumblings and rumors 
Yes, I'm doing the same thing you're doing, Kingpin. I'm making a call. I'm putting a phone call in. Oh, boy. To another big movie star. Oh, I think A guy I know going. who has been rumored to be coming back to WWE. A guy who is maybe only second to The Rock in terms of mainstream success uh, outside of WWE. That man, who I just spoke to recently, is David Bautista. Oh, okay. And David Bautista is coming back. I mean, he left with kind of some bad feelings last time. Was was less than thrilled about, I think, how everything shook out. I mean, is he is he recovered from that? Is I mean, is he is he okay with with coming in again to New Orleans of all places? And he's ready to go out the right way. Okay. He yeah. There was a there was some trouble at the Royal Rumble because. Again, the Daniel Bryan thing. Everyone wanted Daniel Bryan to win. He didn't win. And when Batista won the Rumble, it was a shit show. And that kind of soured Batista right from the get-go. But this time, I would bring Batista back in the Rumble once again. Oh, man. As a complete surprise, though. Not even announce it beforehand. Just Batista. Because, I mean, Rumble sells itself, right? You don't have to say who's going to be in the Rumble. Right. You're watching the Rumble regardless. You're watching the Rumble for the surprises. Basically. So Batista is just in as a surprise, completely unannounced. And is he going to win it again? I think in, so. In Philly? I think so. <laughs> in Philly. You're not worried about the, the Philadelphia reaction at all. There are ways to get around this. But I think Batista winning the Royal Rumble, I think, I think you can do this. Are you going to put the Universal title on him, though? No. Okay, so is he going to be okay with losing a month before if Infinity War comes out? Yeah, it's it's to him it's it's a job. It's an acting job. Hmm. I mean, you know, I know you're not loving my Hulk Hogan idea here. What what if you took the two movie stars and you paired them up together? I mean, is there any thought to that? Are Batista you, are, versus The Rock? No, Batista with The Rock. The Rock's only available for a tag match, Mike. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. The Rock's only available for a tag match. Uh okay well I'm just not so I'm worried about I'm worried about the rea- based on based on history with Batista I'm worried about the Royal Rumble again it's in a very harsh city it's in Philadelphia uh, are they going to react very negatively to Batista again this is a crowd who when Roman won it they booed Roman and The Rock when Roman won it so I'd be a little worried I know he'd be a surprise but I'd be a little worried at the end sometimes people like they're excited for those surprises but then. If this guy wins, how are they going to react? Okay, I can I could see that Batista winning the Royal Rumble would be perhaps it, depending on how it's booked. You could book it the right way, like not having Daniel Bryan be a part of it, and <laughs> okay. maybe it'll go correctly. But okay, I will concede that Batista winning the Rumble, his first match back, it might not get the right reaction. And is he, is he okay with with all the suplexes he might have to take from? From Brock Lesnar, oh, yeah, he's up he, for it. He's up for that. He's up oh, yeah. for he's up for the type of match that he'd have to have with Brock Lesnar because I'd, I'd worry about that. I'd worry about uh, and and Batista, of course. I don't. I mean, he's been on the ring for a long time. Is he going to be able to keep up with the amount of bumping that he's going to have to do? The, I mean, this is maybe not the level of Brock having to to be with Goldberg last year, but how's Brock feel about this? Another 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 guy. He's clearly going to have to, you know, to hold their hand in the ring. Well, I don't think Brock has a phone. Up where he is. <laughs> so I spoke to his representative. I spoke to his uh, his advisor. His, a- his advocate. advocate. Thank you, Paul Heyman. He seems to think that Brock is up for anything. Okay. Okay. So, but 
I mean, okay, what do you have for the universal title then? If it's well, you know, uh, not going for, in this direction for the universal title. I, here, here, here was my thought. My and, th- and we can talk because this is my thought for the actual main event uh, of WrestleMania. Okay. So I was thinking at the Rumble, we keep Roman out of the Rumble, and we and we do Roman and and Brock at the Rumble, the match that everybody thinks is going to go at WrestleMania. I think we do at the Rumble, and we actually put the title on Roman Reigns at the Rumble itself. Okay. Um, and then. <laughs> the, oh, the, the, the royal rumble itself you want to talk about surprises i was going to bring john cena back in the royal rumble itself to win the royal rumble and so my <laughs> thought is i know we had the match i know we had the match already but i think there's bigger potential for this match this is a generational match this could be the official passing of the torch we could have we already had those killer promos we could bring those back but now the stakes are higher because it's wrestlemania the Universal Championship is on the line. My thought for the actual main event of WrestleMania would be Roman Reigns versus John Cena for the Universal title. Because I think the crowd would be, uh, as it's already proven, but now you you, mag- you magnify that with seventy or 80,000 in the Superdome. Roman Reigns versus John Cena. To me, one of, the, one of the biggest matches that WWE still can do, even though they've already done it one time. Mm, okay. And, and the way I look at this would be finally that official passing of the torch from from cena to reigns that's the way i would look at this because I, I would view roman roman keeping the universal title and standing tall again at the end of wrestlemania for the fourth straight year <laughs> <laughs> i'm all in on roman buddy i guess so huh? yeah you're putting your money where your mouth is as far as roman's concerned yeah and and, and, and to be honest with you i had a little different idea for brock lesnar too but we can talk huh. about it in a minute but well i had a different idea for roman reigns as well um Boy. See, this is stemming off last year. Roman Reigns, for all intents and purposes, retired The Undertaker, right? Uh, seemingly. <laughs> seemingly, to the untrained eye. <laughs> to the untrained eye. So I'm going to go with the fact that Undertaker is not going to wrestle again. I don't know if you had different plans for him in your I booking. may have put in a call. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Here we go. But let me, let me get this out first then. For Roman Reigns, I say in January you announce that... The Undertaker is going to the Hall of Fame. He's the headliner in this year's Hall of Fame class, 2018. Okay. So then shortly after that, before the Royal Rumble, Kane says, okay, my brother is going to the Hall of Fame. It's really caused me to think about what's going on. I think my run's coming to an end too. So Kane looking like he's going to be retiring very soon. So there's some interaction with Kane and Roman. I have Roman in the Royal Rumble match. Okay. You kept him out of it. Kane in the Rumble and is eliminated by Roman Reigns. Once Kane is on the floor, Roman does a little slit across the throat thing to Kane, just kind of give him a little uh, what for. And, you know, it's there. Roman Reigns effectively retired The Undertaker. And now him and Kane have this little interaction as well. Uh, so there's a promo after the Rumble, let's just say, with, uh, I don't know if it's the whole Shield or just Roman Reigns, but Kane interrupts that promo saying... You know, he couldn't get the job done in the Rumble. Roman didn't win the Rumble. Spoiler alert for 2018. So Kane says, you know, you didn't get the job done. So Roman says, but I did get the job done with your brother. And that's, you know, Kane doesn't so really you're, like you're, that. So you're, you're telling me the man who has main evented three WrestleManias, the, who, the man who is the future of this company, the present and the future of this company, you're going to put Roman in with Kane at WrestleMania? He's going to retire Kane as well. Isn't that kind of like eating your dessert? 
<laughs> before the main course. I mean, he already. I mean, you're gonna, you're going backwards here. He, he retired the more important brother. Now we're going backwards. You're gonna retire Kane. Why would somebody be more excited about things? Should build incrementally. I think. I mean, you gotta consider the feeling of Kane backstage as well. You gotta consider the fact that he is the elder statesman, basically him and Big Show. I'm not worried about the, the feeling of the backstage. I'm worried about filling a seventy thousand seat uh, stadium and selling network subscriptions. But you have to take into mind the fact the how respected a guy like Glenn Jacobs, you know, me and him are buddies, so I talked to him on the phone about this, the way the feeling is about him with the company. You have to think that they would want to do something big for Kane if he's going out. Well, why can't we do it at the Rumble then? Why can't we do it someplace else? I don't I just for Roman, I just feel like that's that's not what I want to be doing with Roman at WrestleMania. Okay, basically, well, I want to take Roman out of the main event at WrestleMania. <sighs> that's what I'm trying right. to do here. I'm like, I, th- I think I think we're going off kilter here. I think we're we're clearly not on the same page. Let's get on the same page. Oh, <laughs> this is what we're going to agree let, on. Let's no no no. Let's pick one that let, let's get to something here that I think we're going to be right right in line with here. Okay, uh, it's going to help you win your bet. Thank you. I, th- I think we're going to be right in line. I think we're going to be in lockstep with this. It's the one everybody's talking about. It's one everybody's speculating on. The WWE Championship matchup. To me, I would leave the WWE Championship on AJ Styles until we get to New Orleans and maybe beyond. I haven't thought about who I'd like to win this match yet, but let's give the people what they want, Mike. Sometimes wrestling's better when it's completely unpredictable. Sometimes it's good to give the people exactly what they want to and let them know exactly where you're going. Mike, I think you'll be in lockstep with me on this. I want to do AJ Styles or Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania 34. It's right here on my list. All right, Brian. so do we, we have common. Some, so sometimes in booking and in negotiations, you got to find common ground on something. Right. So can we lock in one of our main event <laughs> matches, the WWE Championship match for WrestleMania 34? Do you want to lock it in, Mike? Lock it in. All what, right. What do we do here? What the do we... phenomenal AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. The first match we've agreed upon. Uh, for our WrestleMania 34 card, I don't think this should go on last. Uh, to me, it's not my last. It's not my last match, no. but it might be second to last, perhaps depending on what we go with for a main event. Uh, we may need a cooler, you know, a match to cool off there because I, I would expect this match to be outstanding. I would want to give these guys a lot of time. Yeah, this is uh, your workhorse match. This exactly. is one you don't have to do a lot in terms of storyline. This is the match. This is the yeah. This is the showcase match. This is the one that's going to steal the show. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I think, and again, I think it's one that a lot of people want want to see. So I think we just give it to them. I think, I think, I think it's good. I think on the SmackDown side, that's what we give them for the WWE Championship. And very simply, you can book this. Just don't have either guy lose. Don't have them wrestle before WrestleMania. Just don't have them lose matches. <laughs> Build them up. That's how you book wrestling that's how you book guys to be strong that's how you book guys for the people to get behind them don't have them lose it's so simple all right i like it i'm with you mike i, I want to build both of these guys up I want i'm trying to argue with you but we're no, on the same no. page oh, i think we need I, I think we needed to get on the same page here for, for yes. a moment i want to throw another thing at you that okay. i think that i think you'll like too that i think will be a good opportunity here for us to keep the momentum rolling and get a second match and play here triple h clearly is going to be on this card agreed Triple yes. H is wrestling at WrestleMania on our card. We kind of got ordered that we Triple H has to have a match. <laughs> it's been handed down from on high, yes. So, uh, Mike, my thought here is we've already started to lay some groundwork. I, I, and I'm not talking about Kurt Angle and Triple H. For me, Kurt Angle is not in play here for me. Okay, I had something else for him, but yes. But for Triple H here, 
we've already started to lay some groundwork, Mike. And it's something I, I thought the crowd reacted very favorably to. It's someone the crowd is reacting very favorably to. I don't think he's quite ready to take over the top spot, but he should be in a featured match at WrestleMania. He should be in a, in a main event match at WrestleMania. And somebody I think Triple H would be amazing to have a match with and could really, really elevate this person going into 2018 and, and as, as we start to build towards the year and really build to what this person's potential could be is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman kind of got left in the dust last year come WrestleMania season, but I think he needs a big, he needs that quote-unquote WrestleMania moment. And what better way to get that than to wrestle the COO of this company, Triple H. So my, I'm pitching to you, Mike. I would like to do, continue along the, the what we did at Survivor Series and build towards that Braun Strowman versus Triple H matchup. And we're never going to recreate Austin versus McMahon, but I think there's some elements we could pull into this feud for that, even though such different characters. However, Braun Strowman being the force that goes against the company and the evil, you know, the evil manipulators of the company. What do you think? I think I like it because you know why? I didn't have Triple H on my card. <laughs> well, there's no way we're booking with the five top matches of WrestleMania not including Triple H. <laughs> I think I think you're you're right. I think that's the right way to go. Triple H versus Kurt Angle is not what I would do at WrestleMania either. Braun Strowman is a guy that could really benefit from working closely with Triple H. And this is what guys of Triple H's age and, and I was going to say pedigree, uh-huh. no pun intended, but his experience level and his star power uh, at this juncture in his career really should be doing is with a guy like Braun Strowman who is coming up. So are we going to lock this in, Mike? Are we two? Are we, are we locking in two right now? Well, I mean, this is Triple H's wheelhouse. Working with an NXT guy, you know he'll be open to doing anything, including losing to Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. I think, I think yes, I think this is something we were lock in. All right. WrestleMania 34 match. Braun Strowman versus Triple H. We got two so far. Wow. Let's okay. Keep, let's keep it rolling, Mike. I feel good. I feel good. Okay. Let me propose something. All right. Brian, let's go to the female side Okay. of the WWE roster. Okay. The rumors, the rumblings, it's all out there now at this point. I saw something just uh, the other day on Twitter about it. Ronda Rousey is basically training to wrestle. Okay. Right? Sure. I, I, I'm not following the dirt sheets as close as you are, but... It's in the underground, but things have come out suggesting... She's, uh, this is actually happening? She's actually training? She is, uh, she's in the ring right now okay. working out. Okay. And I say we're going to cash in what's been rumored for a long time what they teased a couple of wrestlemanias ago with ronda rousey in a professional wrestling ring she's gonna make her debut there's no bigger debut than to make (laughs) at wrestlemania okay ronda rousey is gonna be in the ring at wrestlemania and i don't think it's gonna be against stephanie I would fight you to tooth and nail on on if you wanted to put stephanie in that spot i originally (laughs) had that written down but i think you don't want to put ronda rousey out there on her own her first match in front of whatever 60, 70,000 people. She's Stephanie McMahon, too. It's got to be four seconds. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you could have Ronda Rousey versus someone that could carry her through it, perhaps. But Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie, I don't think. I think it's going to be four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Stephanie is going to be in the corner of the WWE horsewomen, and it's going to be four on four at WrestleMania. 
And they've teased this. They've teased this in NXT. They've teased this. I don't know how much they teased it on the main roster, but they teased it uh, at the Mae Young Classic. What do you think? Oh, I hate to be argumentative here. <laughs> you do, yeah, you, you hate to be argumentative, always. I just I worry about what do we get out of this because either way, you you got the debut of Rousey and the and you got the, her four and you got the four women of WWE. So now you're taking our our four horsewomen of WWE: Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Bailey, and you're kind of making them heels because you're aligning them with Stephanie McMahon and. and I don't know if I want to do that, especially right now. All four baby faces, and, and they move a lot of merchandise for this company, uh, and the people love them. But people, I think, are also going to love the MMA ladies as well. But I worry about, are we putting ourselves in a in a no-win situation here? So let me throw this at you. Okay. So and I know she's a, the woman I'm going to propose is, I guess, also a baby face. But she's somebody who I think already, from a physicality standpoint and the way she's been built – could be somebody that the WWE Universe takes as a very serious threat to Ronda Rousey. And we could have Stephanie McMahon in her corner uh, in this instance. And going into it, she would be undefeated, Mike. So what bigger threat to Asuka's undefeated streak? You don't even need the woman's title involved at this point for it to be a main event match. You would have the undefeated streak of Asuka going in against the professional wrestling debut of Ronda Rousey. Who else would Stephanie McMahon choose but somebody like Asuka, who is undefeated, untouched, unblemished in WWE? I think that would be a hell of a hell of a woman's match. And Asuka, a good enough technician in the ring to get somebody in their in their first match through a high level match, I think. What do you think? You know what? Sold. All right. <laughs> That's oh. I didn't think of that. <laughs> that is that is that is great. All right. That is something We're to- on fire right now. Yeah, <laughs> as long as I keep acquiescing to you, Brian, it's going to go perfectly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ronda Rousey and Asuka. And of course, you have Stephanie in Asuka's corner. And I thought you could have like a, like it could be contentious. It could be Stephanie like ordering Asuka to do things. And I think at the end of this match, both Ronda Rousey and Asuka like double team and Lay yeah, Stephanie but, out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stephanie gets laid at the, at the end. I'm, I'm not completely sold yet on on actually ending the undefeated streak of Asuka here because I think she, in her debut, she could... I think it's an easier sell to the WWE Universe at Rousey if she's going to continue with us. Would be, still be a big threat even though she lost in her first match, but she lost to somebody who's been undefeated for for her entire career in WWE so far. But so. it's one of those things where you go in thinking they push Ronda Rousey is unbeatable even though she's been beaten in mma but yeah it could, it's one of those things where you don't know who's gonna win yeah legit yeah legitimate like question like oh my old oscar's undefeated it's rousey's debut oh my god who's gonna win this match that is all right we got three mike I'm, I'm, i'll tell you what i'm excited about this card by the time we come out of this he's gonna be this is gonna be the matches i want to see <laughs> okay so locking in match number three ronda rousey Versus Asuka. Okay, well, Mike, what, what do we want to do with The Rock and Hogan here? Let's come back. Do you want me to get on the phone and just tell them, look, it's just we don't we don't have it in the cards this year. It's it's just not going to work out for them this this coming year here. Thank you for taking the consideration, but you know we've gone in a different direction. Do you, I mean, or maybe maybe we can you know maybe we can have appearances by them. Do we want to keep them out of matches? What do you think, Mike? Number one, I don't think you can sell Vince on. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, as I mentioned. Okay. Number two, I don't think they'll let Hogan wrestle a match again. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll, we'll book the Hulkster for an appearance. His big return to uh, he'll 
toss Jinder Mahal out of the ring like he did Muhammad Hassan. Okay, yeah, we'll find ago. we'll find something for him. His big return. It'll be a it'll be a nice attraction or maybe a nice surprise. Maybe we'll hold it. Maybe we'll hold it as a surprise. What what about the Rock? Do we want to tell the Rock, hey, look, focus on your movies. You know, we don't want to put you at risk. What what, what do you think? Does open up some payroll, doesn't it? It certainly does. It would be a very pricey, uh, pricey acquisition, especially with the phone calls you've made to Batista as well. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, thinking about our budget, I don't know if we can afford both of these guys. Uh, yeah, it's really tough to say no to The Rock, as hot as he is. But match-wise, maybe, yeah, we can find something else for him. I think. Okay. Okay. So let's keep let's keep the Rock here with us and, and and try to figure out something. But let's talk about this damn Universal title, Mike. I think, well, uh, or, or do we want to go someplace else first? Well, I mean, you took the title off of Brock Lesnar, but did you have something lined up for Brock Lesnar? I did, Mike. Okay. I did. Let's see what you have to say. So I said Brock versus Batista. Let's see what you have to say. I did speak to The Undertaker. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So he's he's open. Mark? You talked to I Mark? I did. He, he's open to, to another match. Uh, and I don't even know. He, How he, do you bring him back after what you did at the end of the last main? Because you bring him back, Mike, not as the complete dead man. <laughs> you bring him back as the more human character. Uh, uh, he's still the Undertaker. He's always going to be the Undertaker. But so it's I'm, not, I'm not having him ride down on a damn. Maybe we rolling, do, rolling, maybe rolling, we rolling, rolling. <laughs> no, on, for, this is just for Brian Fury. We're going to come out with dead man walking. Oh, God. <laughs> How do you go back to the freaking American badass after this whole uh, But I don't necessarily think we call him the American badass. I just think he can be a more... We take away the mystical powers of the Undertaker, which, which at this point to me, like, um, okay, I'm over it. Like, we don't have to do that. But uh, this is this match is not about mystical powers, not about anything. This match to me is about pride. The Undertaker now has two losses uh, on on his on, uh, WrestleMania record, and he wants to avenge. He wants to get one of those back before he rides off into the sunset again. I don't know if this is going to be his final match. I think he's open to keep uh, wrestling until until he physically can't go anymore, but. The match, what I would do with Brock Lesnar is come back for Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, part two at, at WrestleMania. And and my thought would be, let's get The Undertaker uh, a win back here uh, with Brock. We don't know how long Brock's going to be around anymore. He may be done at Mania. Yeah. So, I mean, if that if this is it, if this is it for Brock, another worry with your, with your proposed universal title match is we can't really put the title on Batista, and Brock might be done, so what the hell do we do with the universal title then if we have two guys who... It's their last night in the company. Have uh, Stone Cold be the ref? I say, do we have WrestleMania 20 <laughs> on our hands all over again? Now, this also with the Lesnar-Undertaker match could be the same thing, but the Undertaker is beloved. Uh, I, I'm not sure what the Undertaker could do at this point to turn the crowd on him, and, and, and I don't mean like in a character sense, but in a like what happened to Lesnar and Goldberg at WrestleMania 20. So that would be my thought. We bring back the Undertaker for one more go with Brock Lesnar, and, and we get the Undertaker that win back. The Undertaker is beloved, yes. The Undertaker is also very, very beaten up. He is. He is an older gentleman. He is. I don't see him getting through a match with Brock Lesnar. I mean, I see him getting through the match, but I don't see how his life is after a match with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay, fair enough there. Fair enough. So do we want to tell The Undertaker, look, we appreciate everything you've done for us. We're worried about your health. We, we want you as part of WrestleMania, but we want you to go in the Hall of Fame. That's what I think. I mean, okay. he, he had the perfect 
ending. The Mike, you're, make, you're, make, ending. you're making me make a lot of difficult phone calls here to, <laughs> to very powerful people in the, in the history of this industry and tell them we don't want them to be part of this card. <laughs> We're telling Hulk Hogan, <laughs> The Rock, and The Undertaker, we no thanks but no thanks. Yeah, we don't need you this year. <laughs> <laughs> this would never happen. That's uh, why they call it fantasy booking and, and, the, and, and the best thing is when you propose to me the Daniel Bryan match, you're probably going to propose in a couple minutes. Oh, oh. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> okay. Let's get to it then. All right. We'll come back to Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me just say, first off, Brian, for WWE to even consider bringing Daniel Bryan back in the ring, they have to find a way to do it with very little chance of injury. So I say tag team match. Okay. Tag team match, no bumps. He just comes in for the comeback, does his little thing, and arm raised at the end, maybe. Arm raised at the end. Okay. We'll see. Okay. Okay, I'll, I'll let you finish before I... Before you shit all over it? <laughs> no, not shit all over, but qu- I have some questions. You can do it with no bumps. You, I mean, we, we know, as uh, professionals... You, you can, but uh, I'll just pose a question out. Is Daniel Bryan going to be okay with that? Is Daniel Bryan going to be okay with coming out here and feeling like he... You, you know the way the guy feels about performing and, and giving it his all. Is he going to be okay with giving it less than what his all would be? Well, I mean, it's a tag team match. Okay. He's not going to be in there much. That's that's the edict down from on high, and there's going to be a lot of uh, money in it for Brian for Daniel Bryan. I know he's not big on financial reward, but I think it's going to be something he can't resist to have one last match at WrestleMania. Okay. He's going to be he's going out of the company probably. Team Hell bit. No, coming back. To- <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what I propose. This is what I propose. So it seems like Jason Jordan is heading. For a split with his proud papa, Kurt Angle. Okay. Do you get that I inkling? Do. So let's just say Jason Jordan turns heel on his dad at some time before the holidays. Let's just say that. <laughs> and he leaves Raw and moves to SmackDown. Okay? Okay. You following? I'm following. Kurt is kind of distraught. He, of course, he wants to be with his son. He wants to be around his son. He's never been around his son his whole life. So Kurt approaches. Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan goes to SmackDown. Uh, let's negotiate. I need my son back. I need Jason Jordan back in the fold over at Raw. They kind of blow him off. They say, no, he's with us now. So Kurt continues week after week to show up at SmackDown and say, what are we doing here? Let's get, let's get my boy back with me. He keeps on showing up. Jason Jordan doesn't want to speak to him. Eventually, Kurt Angle is stopped at the door of the arena saying he's not allowed to enter the building. Kurt is very upset by this. All he wants to do is be around his son. All he wants to do is try to get his son back in his life. So, Brian, the 25th anniversary of Raw is January 22nd, 2018. So, of course, Raw and SmackDown will be together for that show. Everyone is available. So, for the first time, Kurt Angle will be able to go and talk to Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon. So, Kurt confronts Daniel Bryan. And Daniel says that his top priority is the well-being of his superstars, both physically and mentally. And Jason Jordan asks that he not let Kurt into the building for his own mental health because, you know, he's trying to he's trying to clear his head. He's trying to get rid of his dad. His dad wasn't there from his whole life. F you, essentially. So things escalate from there. Kurt is very mad. He's very upset. Daniel Bryan ends up in the ankle lock backstage. Oh, man. 
<laughs> so Kurt kind of has to. There's really going to be no bumps in this match. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt has to be crazy here, and we have to like get sympathy on Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan doesn't come back for for weeks, and so the match I propose for WrestleMania is Daniel Bryan and Jason Jordan on one side. Okay, and let's go Kurt Angle, and we need someone else here, Bryan. We need we need someone else. I'm going to propose the person that wrestled Kurt Angle in his first match in the WWE, the free agent who can go Raw or SmackDown, John Cena, teaming with Kurt Angle against Daniel Bryan and Jason Jordan, your WrestleMania match, tag team action, unequaled. You lost me at Jason Jordan, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. You know that from uh, the big wigs, the top guys, they want to see Jason Jordan. They put him in this position. They want to see him succeed. So they want to give himself the big man. Mike, I, I really worry about this matchup. I mean, you got Daniel Bryan in it, you, who you don't want taking any bumps. That's the edict from up top. Kurt Angle also looks like a physical mess to me. I, I, I'm not seeing this matchup, buddy. I'm not seeing this matchup. I'm not, not seeing it at all. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm, yeah, not even feeling this one a little bit. Yeah, do, do you know who I do want to get? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna shift away from this because this is off my scale. This is off my radar. Okay. <laughs> I want to get Finn Balor into a marquee match at WrestleMania because, uh, more specifically, Mike, I want to get the Demon in a match at WrestleMania, and you know why. You know exactly why. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania is about spectacle. Everything's over the top at WrestleMania. I want the demon entrance at WrestleMania in New Orleans at the Superdome. Perfect place to do so this crazy. You got to make sure it's dark out. You got to be on late in the show. It's in a dome, Mike. Okay. Yeah. No, we, <laughs> we don't have to make sure it's dark out. We can turn the freaking lights out in the dome. But I, yeah, I, I, I want the demon at WrestleMania. So there's a guy who. He's going to be wrestling for New Japan Pro Wrestling coming up here, but we're always going to welcome him back into the fold. And I think this, you don't want to talk about workhorse matches, Mike. This, to me, would be another workhorse match, and it would be an absolute spectacle with the Demon's entrance. And just, again, it would be a really good match, I think. He was the hottest thing for much of 2017 and the latter part of 2016. I want to bring back Chris Jericho and have him wrestle the demon Finn Balor at WrestleMania. And if you don't want to go with that, keep in mind, I, I do either way. I don't know what you, if you had plans for Finn Balor or not. I want to get Finn Balor in a key matchup just, just for that spectacle. You really think... We, we've argued about this, that Chris Jericho will be welcomed back in the fold. I do. After res- working in a competing promotion in their biggest show there, their WrestleMania, let's say, Wrestle Kingdom. You're making presumptions that WWE views New Japan as, as competition. Well, they tried to get the Young Bucks to stop doing their gimmick, which was DX's yeah. gimmick, basically. Okay, I get it, but I think Chris Jericho will be welcomed. We would be welcomed back. I do. But but if not if not Chris Jericho if not Chris Jericho if he's off the table for you, can we work Finn Balor in here somehow? Can we find something big for Finn Balor and the Demon character so we can you know so we can? I mean, do you agree about the spectacle of having that? And I, and I think it becomes more important if it's in a big spot. I think. I, I do. Yeah, I think you got to see the Demon at WrestleMania. That is a very good point. Um, hmm, I'm looking through the roster here, Kingpin, uh, the Raw roster. What do you think? Could you do this? Could you do this? You don't like my you don't like my Cena idea. I don't like your Cena idea. Could you do Cena and Finn Balor? 
that's a little more my alley. Because I, I, I still, I, people may make fun of me, I still don't think Jericho will be welcome back at WrestleMania. Okay. All right. So Jericho's off the table. Jericho's not welcome back. <laughs> but like, you, you, talk, another call. you talk You talk to Vince. You talked to Vince, and Vince said, the hell with Chris Jericho. He wants to go to New Japan. Let him stay in Japan. That's what you're saying? That's what Vince said? Yeah. Okay, Vince. All right. Vince is mad at Chris Jericho. What do you think about Finn Balor versus versus John Cena here? And what was your other proposal for John Cena? Cena Reigns? Cena Reigns, which you didn't seem to like, so we, we can take that off the table. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay. Do we want to lock it in, or do we We got three locked in so far. We're, we're, we're getting top five matches. This would be match number four, and we still got – we Still got, and, 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 still and, got Brock. I mean, we could lead to the obvious WrestleMania <laughs> main event, but you wanted to get Roman out. You know, or could you do Roman and Balor? Roman could, could be the inner Roman's still the Intercontinental Champion. Could we place some importance on the Intercontinental Championship? Leave it on Roman for a stretch here, and do Roman versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. And so then, where would we go with Cena? Where would we go with where would we go with Kane? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Cena hasn't been in one of the main events of WrestleMania. He certainly wasn't last year, no matter how much they tried to sell that yeah. as one of the main events of WrestleMania. You could find something else for Cena. You could come back to Cena Brock. I mean, that's always going to be a top matchup. I don't know how we spin that as the main event of WrestleMania, especially when we got The Rock and possibly Dave Batista available to us. Well, let's see here. You shit all over everything that I proposed here. I, um, <laughs> I, I, no, the only thing I've truly shit over is that Jason Jordan, Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle idea. The debacle? Is that, that what you're calling yeah, it? Yeah, that to me is... Oof. I don't know if I'd want that to main event, uh, be one of the main events of Raw. <laughs> Finn Balor and John Cena is what I come back to. Okay. You need, you need your John Cena entrance. You need your Finn Balor entrance at WrestleMania, the Demon... That might be the way to go. Okay. How do we get there, though? Well, I mean, Finn Balor has been wavering a little bit, right? Yes. He's been, is Finn Balor call out John Cena? He wants, he's, <laughs> you know, WWE even likes taking those winks at the camera and breaking down the fourth wall every now and then. And there's been some of the stuff with Finn Balor talking about being over on Twitter. Could we take a nod to that? Could we take a nod to that real life stuff and. Use that to our advantage. Use social media to our advantage. John Cena's clearly okay with doing like the work shoot kind of promos as he did with Roman. Could we do that with with Finn and, and the demon character ultimately and John Cena? Hey, let's get you over, kid. That's the John Cena's <laughs> thing. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to go with uh, Finn Balor, John Cena. So I think we can lock that one in. All right, we got four, Mike. Four big matches. What? I mean, so much left to cover. I don't know how we're gonna fit it all in. Let's do a twelve-man tag, Kingpin. <laughs> well, Mike, there's only. I mean, we have to get the main event of WrestleMania locked in here. The Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, to me, and I will say this, Brock Lesnar, to me, is the freaking main event of the company uh, until he's not around anymore. His matches are awesome. It's a spectacle every single time. No matter who he's in there with, for the most part, he's kind of, he's kind of proven that. But this is WrestleMania, and I know you wanted to get Roman out of it, and I know we've seen it a little bit before, and but... You can't argue with the chemistry of these two guys. You can't argue with the star power of these two guys. 
and we don't know how long Brock is going to be around, and but we know Roman Reigns is the present and future of this company. Do we lock in that main event that has been speculated for a long time now? And do we lock in for the main event of WrestleMania 34, a one-on-one encounter, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns? I know it's frowned upon, especially the main event. But can we talk about a possible three-way? Okay. A possible triple threat? Yeah, we can talk about a possible triple threat. I mean, we've seen Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, correct? We've also seen him in a triple threat, too. Right. But... The fact that we have Batista, we put out the call. <laughs> He's the second biggest wrestler turned movie star there is. Is Batista going to be okay with the triple threat? I think Batista wants a spotlight, though. Do we, do we want to do? I, I'll give you this. Brock Lesnar, are we, are we agreeing? Brock Lesnar has to be the main event of WrestleMania. Yes. Okay. So who we got left? Do we got Brock all right, Lesnar? all right, Mike. I'm gonna. I'm you. You clearly don't. You're gonna acquiesce to the nitwits and the goobers out there. <laughs> But but I, you've given you've given the, the, booking is a give and take. <laughs> it sure is. It's Rel- a lot of, relationship. Lot of I've been taking a lot, but I think my idea has just been better. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I'm going to give to you in this. I'm going to I because I, because I do think this is a marquee matchup. We'll be a month out from maybe the biggest movie of all time coming out. If this guy is available to us, he's one of the main stars in this movie. You know, uh, we'll get a lot of publicity for Batista coming back to WWE. The movie's out in a month. Maybe we think about putting the title on him if we can get him to commit to another match after that to lose the title. Because hell, maybe he takes the WWE Championship around, or the excuse me, the Universal Championship around uh, a press tour, or or just the fact that when that movie comes out, hey, WWE Universal Champion Dave Batista's in it. Mike, I'm with you. I'm in. We'll we'll drive Roman down out of out of a feature spot. Everybody has to have ebbs and flows in their in their career. Maybe we come in a lesser match and do a six man with the shield somehow, you know. Oh, so Roman's out of the match completely. You're taking it. Yeah, by. I, I I want a singles match for the main event of WrestleMania. Mike, I'm okay if you want to lock it in. I'm turning my key. If you want to turn yours, Dave Batista versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania 34, the main event of WrestleMania 34. If you want to, I'm locking my key. If you want to lock yours. I got it, Brock Lesnar versus Batista. All right, you got Thank it, Mike. God. I got some of the undercard, but you got the main event of WrestleMania. I, I agree, but I'm thinking about what I love in professional wrestling. I love spectacle. I love it. You know, the, these are Brock Lesnar to me. There's no bigger attraction in WWE than Brock Lesnar. And if you can get Dave Batista to come back a month before the biggest movie of all time is is coming out, why the hell don't you do it? We I mean, talked about the Rumble. I mean, there's ways so to get around the Rumble. We're telling Hulk. We're telling Jericho. We're telling the Undertaker. We're talking. Yeah, we're all piss off, and we're telling Roman you're going down the card this year. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's why they call it fantasy booking, folks. All right. So, all right, Mike. Whew. Here's our card. That let's, was a labor of love. <laughs> let's talk about our card here, starting with Finn Balor, the Demon versus John Cena, one on one. Ronda Rousey. Versus Asuka, who is being seconded by Stephanie McMahon. Triple H versus Braun Strowman. For the WWE Championship, AJ Styles defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. And for the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Batista. Those are our top five matches for WrestleMania 34. How close do you think we're going to get? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one of those matches. Oh, no. I don't think one of those matches happen. No, I, I do. I think the one. I think one happens. Which one? Styles and Nakamura. Yeah, it's possible. I think I think that's the only one even in the, in the realm of potentially happening. But we've got the better card here. 
This is going to be a great card to watch in our heads. I think so. Or or WWE 2K18, if you have that, you can play this card and let us know how it turns out. What do you guys think out there? How do you think uh, our card would stack up to what's going to happen at WrestleMania 34? Do you agree with what we're saying? Do you really, really disagree? Let us know on Twitter. We want your feedback. We do something called Merv Griffin Time every week. That is a talkback segment. We interact with you, the listener. Tweet us at the WPAN on Twitter with your take on our fantasy booking of WrestleMania 34. Your thoughts. What would you do? What would you do differently? What do you think of what we did? Use the hashtag WPAN. We'll mention you in your tweets later this week every thursday it's an all new all different episode of the wrestling podcast about nothing on bda radio so you can vote at the wpan on twitter monday nights to decide what we discuss on the show and you never know what else will come up so be sure to seek it out each and every week also download past episodes of the new age insiders wrestling network edition of the podcast over there it's all on our own feed the wrestling podcast about nothing feed on your favorite podcast platform or at bdaradio.com. Uh, also, we take voicemails. We want to hear from you. Get your voicemails in. We'll play them on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing next Monday. Call 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Become a part of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing. Let us know what you think of our WrestleMania card. Give us your own WrestleMania matches. 401 401- 584-9726. Okay, Kingpin, time for this week's promo about nothing. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsor. People ask me, what do you mean BDARadio.com? What does the BDA stand for? Broken days have arrived? Perhaps. It sure seems that way, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. After Matt Hardy's loss on TV on Raw this past week, he was deleting his ass off. And there have been videos released touting the return of the Broken Universe. So it's definitely a possibility, right? (laughs) Things are definitely looking up. Definitely a possibility, Mike. (laughs) But you know, uh, the Broken Universe may be happening, but you know what's never going to be broken? BDARadio.com. The most unique commentary on mixed martial arts and pro wrestling on the internet. They don't break news. They break the news with their wild commentary regarding MMA and wrestling. Head over to BDARadio.com and check out all the latest news on UFC, Bellator, WWE, and much more. Delete your bookmarks and make your number one website, BDARadio.com. Wonderful. (laughs) All right. Is that all right? Do you like the way I looked at you? It's a little weird. I never like when you look at me. (laughs) All right, Brian. Time for the promo about nothing this week. The year... 1990, and we're going back to Memphis Wrestling, the USWA. Because I'm the king. I'm the king. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brian, this gentleman we've talked about in the past, he was the Black Knight at Survivor Series 1993. I recently watched that match. His only appearance in World Wrestling Entertainment, the World Wrestling Federation at that time. His name is Jeff Gaylord. You okay. <laughs> you're waiting for me to make a joke or something? Yes. It's 2017. I can't okay, make jokes you're like that. Okay, you're not allowed to. Okay. Well, this is a compilation of Jeff Gaylord promos. Let's see if we can get through all of it. But this oh, man goodness. is a special kind of fella when it comes to wrestling promos. So let's listen in to Jeff Gaylord. This week's promo or promos about nothing. Brother, 
now I'm unleashing all my fury. Do you understand me? You are history. Bill Dundee, you got something I want, brother. The Southern Heavyweight Championship belt. You call yourself Superstar Bill Dundee? What the heck are you a superstar at besides being a super dwarf? I don't know, brother, but I'm going to show you what a superstar is all about because I've just signed my name on the dotted line. And I'm coming from the show me state, Missouri, where we will show you what I have in store because I have this vision of a Southern heavyweight championship belt around my waist and I can taste it and I can feel it and you have it and I want it so bad that I am gonna get it. Do you understand? Look, this is a real super. I think that's enough, Brian. <laughs> Jeff Gaylord. He loves a good brother. He loves a good brother. He loves a good, let me tell you something. Uh, yeah, this guy, he's very well built. I can't imagine why WWE didn't give him a talking role. I don't know. I don't know why either. Like I said, he's uh, very well conditioned, like Bruno San Martino would say. Very well conditioned athlete. Uh, anytime he stops, you know, you're just hearing the audio. Anytime he stops, you can better believe he is posing. <laughs> he loves to show off that body. <laughs> There's nothing better I like in promos when somebody has like you can actually see the moment that they're forgetting and they do like the like the uh, <laughs> like they make a mean face and like grab their head. Like I've seen it so many times. Well, his go-to is I'll throw a bicep pose up there <laughs> when I forget what the hell I'm talking about. And how can you forget cuz he's not saying anything? There's nothing to forget. He's having visions. <laughs> <laughs> I was only playing around with you, brother. <laughs> and uh, I like the way he says history. I didn't pick up on it. You are history. <laughs> That's how he. Do you think he was going to say something else? <laughs> Maybe. You know where he's from, Brian? Russia. He's from the Show Me State. Oh, that's right. He you forgot. How you forget? I forgot about he's from the Show Me State. And he's going to show something to you. He's going to show you what we have in store. Yeah, that's right. Well, who's we? I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, that's... Jeff Gaylord is something special. We'll probably come back to him. Do we want to uh, reach out to Jeff Gaylord? He hasn't passed away, right? No, I don't okay, think so. Good. I don't think so. I was a little worried there. Do you want to reach out to Jeff Gaylord and maybe uh, see if we want to work him into the WrestleMania card? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. The promos would be if you want to draw people in that building. Whew. That's what you do. Uh, my God. Uh, yeah, we'll come back to Jeff Gaylord, definitely. We'll put a pin in that idea. Yeah. Maybe Jeff Gaylord can wrestle Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you to Timmy. 8271B who put together this compilation on YouTube. If you want to see the full picture, find the link to the video. I will link to Timmy's Oh, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I will link to that in the description of this episode on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. All right, Kingpin, you're off this past weekend, but you're back in action. You're hitting the highways and byways, crisscrossing this great nation of ours, plying your trade as a professional wrestler, and you got them dates. I do, Mike. This Friday night, I'm returning to Lowell, Massachusetts for Chaotic Wrestling. Uh, no ma announced match yet, but I'll be there. I'll be in action. Check out chaoticwrestling.com for full ticket and card information. The very next night, Saturday night, the 9th of December, 
I'll be heading to Groton, Connecticut for Constitution State Wrestling. I'll be teaming with Two Buff to take on Congo and Mike Grassa. Really? Yes. How about to who? Two Buff. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I bet you do those bicep poses. <laughs> you know, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm not even sure what Two Buff looks like, but I'm excited to team with him. All right. <laughs> and then I'll be heading on the 10th mic to Beyond Wrestling Cold Brew. Uh, my match isn't announced yet, but it'll be an exciting one when it does. Uh, Melrose, you, Massachusetts. Yes, you can you can believe that Cam Zagami will be with me in one way, shape, or form, as he's my new friend in Beyond Wrestling. Uh, in, make sure you put in Beyond Wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and, and set the uh, all-time attendance mark for Beyond Wrestling uh, at this Melrose show. Go to beyondwrestlingonline.com uh, and go to Powerbomb TV for all your Beyond Wrestling content. Uh, use uh, promo code BEYOND and uh, get a free month. How about that? And then let's see. What else do we get here, Mike? The 29th, I'll be heading to Fall River, Massachusetts for top row promotions. It's the Spindle City Rumble. Two rings and 40 guys this year. You're kidding. No. How about that? Can you imagine two rings in the PAL Hall? Unbelievable. How about that? And then rounding out the year, Mike, New Year's Eve. I'll be in Worcester at the Electric Haze once again for Beyond Wrestling. BeyondWrestlingOnline.com, Powerbomb.tv, promo code BEYOND. And more to be added, we're led to believe. Yes. All right, so stay yes. tuned to the WPAN <laughs> for more. And if you want to book the Kingpin, there's not a lot of dates left, but if you want to, Brian Malonis at Comcast.net is his email, or you can DM him on the Twitter at Brian Malonis. You can also find him over at the Putting Over Podcast Facebook group. That is the group that we've set up for pro wrestling podcasters. I am a member of it. You are a member. You are. And uh, pro wrestling podcasters and listeners to gather, to congregate, to talk about what they love, and that is pro wrestling talk. Just go to Facebook put in the search bar putting over podcasts and join we'll be sure to add you and you know converse talk about what you love talk about the wpan talk about the ovp talk about the btt anything you want to talk about and speaking of btt booking the territory pro wrestling podcast with mike mills Harbody harper and doc turner that is going on twice a week sundays they do the smoky mountain show thursdays is their flagship show where they're talking about the old saturday night 605 show that is mikemills.podbean.com or anywhere you can get your podcasts and ovp stands for our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with joe Morata and mike Michael Quinn, uh, the Can't Miss Podcast, according to the Kingpin and myself. And you can find them at ovppodcast.com or Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, Auto Music. Who cares? Any place else you get your podcasts. Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast. And finally, our buddies at the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. The Rundown Sitdowns are back. Anthony Green this past Monday. Let's see who comes up this Monday on the Rundown Wrestling Podcast with Jason Stewart, with Sal, with Tony, with Adam, with all the rest. Everything's happening over there on that feed. Just subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. And, of course, we hope you will subscribe to this feed, the NAI Wrestling Network feed, and listen all week long for DC and Doc Talk, Rant with Ant, the Shattered Glass Cast, and, of course, the New Age Insiders themselves, all here on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. 
Network. All right, we are back on Thursday with the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDA Radio. Just search WPAN on your favorite podcast platform to find us or go to BDARadio.com. Then you can join us in one week next Monday here for the WPAN on the New Age Insiders Wrestling Network. That'll be episode number 86. Till then, here's the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett. Big ups to Mucko and thanks for nothing.